0: To the first inaugural episode of the Barstool News podcast, Uh, I'm Jordan Higgins, and I am here with my good friend Brandon Trago. Uh, So, when when we decided to do start doing this, we we thought, man, we're we're, you know we're just two kind of Joe Schmoe's from Wisconsin. Uh, You know what what do we have to say? And then we thought, you know, we we have a diverse background. We can talk about politics and people would be interested to hear what we have to say, or so I hope. <laughs> uh, so, so, Brandon, tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Um, I am a plumber. Um, I was active duty for six years in the uh, Air Force. So, <clears throat> I've had quite a few political view changes throughout, uh, I guess, my adult lifehood. Yeah. Just, you know, kind of going back and forth between where I'm at and just seeing different things. So, yeah. All right.
0: Uh, and, and I am... Uh... An IT tech person by trade, um, and I—I I would say I grew up in a fairly um, conservative household. But over time, my views, did, you know, evolved. I, you know, I took the 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 usual, you know, air quotes. He went to college and became a, a atheist liberal. <laughs> so that you know, that's where I'm coming from. But yeah, uh, you know, with all this stuff going on in the news, we thought. You know, it'd be interesting to have two everyday guys just kind of talk about it, and you know what? What you know, based on a lot of things in the news, we're, we're probably just gonna have a couple beers with it too, because why not? Shit's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. No, it's not great. All right. Uh. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and open this beer, and uh, we c- we can get this going. Let's do it. All right. Okay. So I thought first things first, we're just gonna run through some. Some stuff that's just happened recently in the news. I figured we'd scroll through either Facebook or Twitter. Oh, and God. Some stuff. I know. I know. All right. we're, we're digging through the dumpster of news. Let's see what happens here. <laughs> so, have, have you heard of what Bill Barr did to the, uh, oh gosh, what's his name? Uh, the attorney.
1: The prosecutor from New York. Yeah, what's his name?
0: Uh, Jeffrey Berman. Yes. Yes. Did, did you hear the whole thing about where, <laughs> asked in an interview, Bill Barr said, Oh, he resigned, and then and then this Berman guy's like, uh, "No, no, yeah, no, he he
1: found about he found out about it in, in the news, didn't he? That he had he resigned." Did. Yeah, yeah I, he's like, "I I didn't resign." I, and then Bill Barr's like, "I mean, well, the president
0: fired him." And the president's like, "I don't know what you're talking about, man."
1: <laughs> I think the biggest issue I have with it is how can you how can you literally fire a prosecutor who is investigating the president and all of his allies? Right. How how can the president? Come through and fire that guy. How is that not a conflict of well, interest at its, its highest point?
0: It's not the president firing him. No, it's well, his attorney general firing him, which
1: who was appointed by uh, you him. Know, but, but
0: you know, uh, the, the history behind Bill Barr is is it's an interesting one. Do so you do you do you remember what his job was before he got hired? Nah, I do not. He used to work. Um, oh God, I gotta look this up now because I, I okay. You getting it? Uh, I'm I'm getting it right now. Okay.
1: I, I think it's the fact of the matter that you would take someone out who's opposing you just oh, yeah. strictly because they're in opposition to put someone in there that you know is going to do exactly as you say. I, you know we get a lot of people who are striving for this um being a free country, but i it we I get the feeling that we are closest to tyranny that we've been. oh absolutely just it's insane
0: okay so i I found the thing here. Uh, Bill Barr used to be h w. Bush's attorney general.
1: okay? He told
0: him in the final days of administration, hey. Pardon these six guys who were neck deep in the Iran Contra scandal, where the Reagan administration, you know, illegally funded money to right-wing Contra death squads yeah. in Nicaragua by secretly selling them arms into Iran. It seems yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. It it just it's shady all around. So Bill Barr has been doing cover-ups. You know, a majority
1: of our lives. Yeah, but apparently pretty good at it. <laughs> the, I mean,
0: like I would ar- argue that. That's why this dude got hired for this job.
1: It very well could be. <laughs> it very well could be.
0: Yeah. I, it's just, uh, It just blows me away. The, like, you know, oh, what? People are investigating me? Fuck that guy. Get rid of him. We don't
1: need him. It, it's the part that comes down to it. It's, you know, I think the issue is when you come and look at it in a two-party system and where we're standing right now is you have Democrats versus Republicans, and it's so divided right now that... If this was Obama in this situation, which I hate this example because yep. anytime I say something about President Trump, this is what I get thrown back in my face. Well, Obama did this. I don't care. If Obama did something illegal, then he should be in jail. One hundred percent. You know what I mean? The the fact that we have allegiances to political parties is just disgusting.
0: Yeah, I I hate that to my <laughs> core. Uh, you know, they said the same thing about. You know, like, oh, well, President Trump has rape allegations against him. Yeah, that's really bad. We should look into that. Well, what about Bill Clinton?
1: Yeah. Fuck him, too. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. The guy sucks. He, I, he was I, impeached. <laughs> I, but, but that's the thing, too. That's the thing, too, when you run into your when you're about Biden, you know, is people are like, well, he's got the allegations against him. And I get that. Yeah. Because as a person who, who wants to go and vote, it sucks that these are our choices. Yeah. Be, but, I mean, how hard is it to, to really put an allegation out there against somebody? It's not. You know, it has to have some backing. It needs to have some stick to it. Um, But it sucks that, you know, these last two terms, all of our candidates have had something bad. Oh, yeah. They've got something against them.
0: Hillary was essentially a neoconservative. Like, she's not anyone I would consider liberal. Neither is Joe Biden. Right. Like, you know, if you look at, okay, so a couple weeks ago, I I shared the uh, political compass spectrum test. Uh, with oh yeah (laughs) and 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 i'll I'll add this to the show notes um go and take that test and see where you land and i'll also post a picture of based on voting record where where all of the major politicians of the you know this current election cycle land you're gonna be surprised as to where you land
1: I, i mean i know i was
0: i i was shocked but i didn't realize i i mean i knew i was gonna be left of center I didn't realize how far left of center I was. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm I'm more liberal than Bernie Sanders? Yeah. Like, that threw me for a loop. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, man. It (laughs) it was bad. All right. I might as well just... I'm I'm an out-and-out communist now, so... That's where I land. That's where I land. Oh,
1: man. (laughs) Communist.
0: Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm the scary socialist that all those right-wing conservatives talk about. Yeah. He likes his craft beer and... Yeah, he's basically Antifa. <laughs> and speaking of which, do you want to talk about Antifa? I would love to talk about Antifa. Been in the news recently too. That they have. That they you have know, the the strict structural organization that is Antifa.
1: That yes, <laughs> I I have been seeing a lot about that. You know, it's funny. So I, I googled, you know, Antifa, and I, I think that I'd find some homepage for them or a welcoming page. Oh, but. Yeah just can't seem to find it. You
0: couldn't find the CEO and president of Antifa? No,
1: no, it was pretty, they must be a pretty serious organization to keep know. that wrapped up. Hush hush. Yeah.
0: I mean, the Ku Klux Klan has hierarchy uh, organization. The three percenters have one. They're, they're not terrorists. I mean, if, <laughs>
1: if you want to join a militia, you can go out there and search your militia and <laughs> there they are.
0: Yeah. You, you fell down a hole recently as far as. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. The militia hole. So I, I have a, uh, someone close to me who was talking about the militias and, I was like, you know, I, I like the um, idea of, the, of a militia, of what it's supposed to be, to be here, to rise up against our government. Should our government become too strong? Should our, you know, should the people start, need defending from our government? Should they start tear gassing innocent protesters, that kind of stuff, right? You would think so. Um, but I feel that, I mean, obviously, there's probably not a whole lot of um, liberal... Militias? There's um, not a lot. You'd you'd be surprised. There are some out there. I'm sure sure there are. they are probably few and far between, comparatively, though, to people who just want to watch the world burn and are waiting for their chance to um, use their organized military gear that they have.
0: Right. Almost like a military fetish kind of thing.
1: It is. So so the website I was on... um, the three percenters I just kind of going through it and stuff and seeing what they had to say and yeah try to give them a fair shake to see what it was all about because I had seen some things about you know I'm a big football fan so I saw in the NFL draft the Patriots had drafted a kicker who had a three percenters tattoo um and he was unaware of what it meant he ended up having it removed but I was like you know what let's go on here see what it's all about and just when you get to their about them page and it's you know we listen to the one true god and at that point at I'm sure that that turns some people off right away immediately. Yeah, you know, I'm not a religious person by any means, but I guess if you, if we're going to take religion to a factor, how are you so sure that your God's the one true God? Because if that's the case, are we not, are you not fighting the same terrorists who are extremists in your mind? You think... I mean, we we might be able to save this for our religious podcast. But, uh... Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> getting ahead of myself,
0: <laughs> diving down the holes again. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, but yeah, so so like they're essentially right leaning militant, you know,
1: right. extremists. But at the end of the day, the biggest issue I had is is if you go in and you want to join a militia, if if they were to ever succeed and, and take the government, this is the rules we live by now. We're living under their rules. So, yeah, did, it's, did they
0: have a plan for like infrastructure, healthcare? Taxes? You know, I didn't see
1: a whole lot of that. It, it, basically, their whole thing was is that they have a huge organization that's made up of um, former military um, people, still serving police officers who are sworn to protect the um, civilians, who will never disarm a civilian. Their big thing is the Second Amendment rights mm. um, and getting rid of, you know people's weapons that, that so, doesn't
0: surprise me being a militant group
1: correct but they did say that they they run drills um they do pt tests they uh, they do organizations they do so formations they're, they're paramilitary yes yes they and i mean they're and, and then after that i was end up on a forum where it was a lot I mean there's a lot more than i thought there'd be here there is a lot of people who are in these militias you went all the way down to <clears>
0: the to wonderland down the rabbit
1: hole yeah it was <laughs> it was pretty bad it was i mean there's just a lot a lot more than i thought so for those of you that that
0: don't know i mean I assume if you're this far into the podcast and you haven't turned it off yet, <laughs> you're, you're fairly left-leaning and you know that Antifa is short for anti-fascist. And, and you, you know, the thing it's interesting about that, to me, anyway, is people are like, oh, and, you know, Antifa's violent. Well, yeah, so are the fucking fascists. Like, how do you fight an inherently violent thing with non-violence? It, it's like, oh, I'm going to let this guy beat the shit out of me, but I know I'm right. Yeah, that doesn't do any good. Antifa's whole thing is about shutting you know, hey fascists, fuck off, shut up, go away. We don't want you here and you need you know, you're basically the underbelly of society and we don't want to hear from you because all, all you do is advocate for genocide and violence against minorities. Fair point. And sometimes enact genocide and violence against minorities. And and their viewpoint is is you can't fight violence with nonviolence. Sometimes it comes to blows.
1: I think that's the point we're at though in our country though, isn't it? Absolutely. Is, is that we're expected to peacefully protest uh, these violent crimes, right? With peace, and where does it get us though? If well, you if you have a, if you have someone who's unwilling to listen, if you have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't want to take that, they just want, but they all they see is the violence. Mm-hmm. They don't see the peace, and they don't see trying to make a difference. Right. They see the violence, and they want someone to blame for it. But the reading I've been doing, it sure sounds like there's a lot of other groups out there who might be just looking for a race war.
0: Absolutely. The So, you know, to, I think I see where you're going with this. Is the, yep. uh, the air quotes, the, the Boogaloo Boys. Yes. Yep.
1: Boogaloo being Civil War two
0: Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Which yes. is a fucking stupid name, if you ask me. <laughs>
1: <sighs> it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. And granted, I mean, I haven't... I, I haven't been reading it as much as I should, but you, when when the first things were coming out, and, and I know, I'm pretty sure one of the Boogaloo boys had just, didn't he just kill some people?
0: I think he shot a cop or something. Yeah. L- let me, I'll, I'll find it real quick, but I'm fairly certain that he shot a cop recently.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, if you're using these protests as an excuse to do crap like that, you're just a piece of shit human being, honestly. Yep,
0: there it is. Uh, L.A. Times, suspect in officer's killings tied to Boogaloo group. Yeah. to
1: say. But we should blame Antifa for all this, right? I mean, I mean
0: because they're the left-wing violent ones the right-wing violent ones america's never had a problem with the right-wing violence it's no. baked into us no it's fine it's fine. it's those socialists they're the ones ruining things oh man <laughs> those damn socialists wanting health care
1: for all of us how could they <laughs> those bastards <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right
0: well that, that, that's enough about that that whole um, <laughs> mo- moving on uh so john bolton released a book recently what do you you think about that Um, this this pissed me off the more i hear about this the more fucking angry i get
1: it it's hard because he had a chance he did he could have he could have buried trump it with what he has to say he could have said
0: hey yeah raise his hand and say hey house house the house i will testify i'll be part of your investigation into the impeachment talk to me I fucking know
1: some shit. No, okay? at one point, did he not say he wanted to testify or that he would testify if called upon? He said he'd testify if called upon. Okay, so that's basically like I'm not going to volunteer,
0: but if you make me do it, I'll do it.
1: Right. Which, because I remember <sighs> there sure, being a, I guess. wasn't Trump telling people not to absolutely uh, testify. Not only
0: was he telling people to not testify, he was blocking them with legal action to not do so, and basically saying no. Every conversation I've had with this person is under uh, executive privilege, which, you know, the house is, that's essentially what he used to stonewall the house to uh, for his investigation. Like you do? I mean, because that's what innocent people do. They fucking <laughs> encrypt all of their shit, right? Yeah. And just say, no, you can't look at this. I'm 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 right and I'm innocent, but don't don't look at anything. Yeah, I'm, right. 100% no, innocent. just believe what I say. Yeah, I mean, come on, he's the president. Why wouldn't we believe? Do it? as I say. Now presidents presidents I do, right? have never lied ever before.
1: I promise. <laughs> Not that I remember. <laughs> I mean, you know, this seems pretty straight laced. Right.
0: I mean, every president in my living memory has lied multiple
1: times. Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt.
0: Uh, so yeah, for fair warning, we're you know in our mid thirties, so we're referring to obviously the lie. Of George W. Bush saying that Saddam had WMDs and the lie that Bill Clinton said that he didn't have, air quotes, sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> and he very, very clearly did. Because <laughs> <sighs> semen just happens on dresses by accident.
1: Sure. <laughs> sure. So, so back to Bolton's mm-hmm. book here. Yeah. The issue I have is, is, as much as I want to believe these things are true, it's so hard to do Given the chance that you could have done it under oath, but now it's here and there's a chance for you to make a dollar.
0: Yeah, the dude's looking for a paycheck.
1: And he's cashing in on anger. So so no matter what, say all this stuff he's saying is true. At this point, does it really matter? No. Because
0: Impeachment's happened. It's not going to happen
1: again. Right. I, you, you, everything has been done. It's said and done. You, you didn't say anything. And it, you're out here making your money. Just, you could, I mean, realistically, you could say whatever you want to say.
0: The fact that, okay, here's the other thing that pisses me off about this. Going back to impeachment... The fact that they were so, like, really narrow in their accusations of him... Right. ...drove me fucking nuts. Well, it really
1: just stemmed from the turkey issue, right? Absolutely. And getting Joe Biden... Absolutely.
0: um, Like, there were so many other things that they could have tacked on, and and would it have seemed ridiculous? Like, we have brought 16 articles of impeachment against the president. It seemed crazy. But sometimes you just throw shit and see what sticks. Yeah. That's my thought. Yeah. You know, like, oh, we only brought two. I'm like, fucking two. Two? Two! In the past three years, you only saw two things that made you go, mm, maybe this guy shouldn't be president.
1: <laughs> I, yeah. I, the biggest issue I have is he's just a terrible person. John Bolton or the president? All uh, right, let's go with both. Yeah, both. Both. Uh, are, I mean, John Bolton's always been a uh,
0: fucking warmongering a-hole. He was the guy that was like, hey, George, George W. Bush, let's, you know, hey, you, you should bomb Iraq next. And that was always his, that was always his thing is like, let's bomb Iraq next because they have oil too.
1: Hey, man, if we can get the oil, why not, right? We're America, we got to stay a superpower. We need, Thank the money. God for this fucking pandemic. Oil is just in the garbage now. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's not good, man. I I, I think this is the part that's so – and this is what's so hard with people, especially people who are middle voters right now, people who don't classify as a Democrat or Republican. Yeah. Where do you vote? Because everyone is just such a – they're terrible that we're getting. You know what Absolutely. I mean? We, we're not getting a good choice. And that's what drove me, I mean – In 2016 is really when I started paying attention to politics and, you know, which way I wanted to vote. And I, you know, Bernie Sanders, I just fell in love with everything he had to say just because when he spoke, it felt like he actually cared. Like he actually cared about human beings in the middle class and just people. But I don't get that from anybody else. I don't get that, the feeling that they're actually going to do or try to do what's best for me. Right. You know? Or just the middle class, because at the end of the day, we're doing what's best for the 1% of the population, not the 99%.
0: That's because they're the one paying the payroll. Of that the they are. <laughs> that they are. I mean, unless you're Bernie Sanders and your average polit- your average uh, donation was somewhere in, like, what, $20 to $30, something yeah, like that? It wasn't
1: good. But, the yeah, he he fought a good fight. 2016, he fought a good fight this last uh, time, too. I would have loved to have seen him get the nomination, but...
0: Yeah. I, I, as, again... I'm with you there. As much as I would have liked to see him get the nomination. Yep. And as much as I think a good chunk of the population would have liked to see him get the nomination. I would agree. Uh, I, I had a discussion with my sister recently, and 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 this will make sense. Uh, and, you know, this is with all of the, the racial tension that's going on in the country. It's really hard to convince people that are doing okay to go with an option that they don't know how it'll end up. Yeah. If you're cool with the status quo, it's really hard to argue, hey, Let's shake up the status quo. Let's try and make shit better.
1: And I think that's the issue, is how do you get people to say, hey... And that's the hard part, is a lot of people aren't going to buck that status quo unless it's affected you. Exactly. Unless you've had, you know, a, a huge medical bill that's really just ruined your life. And we, I, what is medical bankruptcy? It accounts for the number one bankruptcy in the country, right? Absolutely, 100%. Yep. I, it, it's a huge issue in our country. I mean, I can double-check that figure, but I'm pretty sure you're right. It, it's just, it's disgusting. Uh, student loans is... Two or
0: three or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's terrible. Um, Speaking of student loans, here's a fun fact for everyone. If we text Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos alone, at 4.7% tax, his income at 4.7%, him alone would pay for the student loan debt crisis. The <laughs> end. Zero. It's zeroed out. <laughs> the dude's a fucking trillionaire. Ew, it's ridiculous. It's sickening how much money he has.
1: I... I'm not for taking away people's money who have it. You know, I, I, the, I re- the redist- redistribution of wealth needs to happen. But if you've earned your money, you've earned your money. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't find ways to say, hey, the past is was wrong. We need to find a way to make it better so right. that right. other people can actually have a livable wage. You know, yeah. and you hear people like, well, why should I pay somebody X amount of dollars to work at a fast food place? You know. I, okay because I mean, they're a human being right and they deserve decent shit i get what you're saying like yeah dude you're buying a burger you don't want to pay some high school kid $15 an hour right
0: so what what they see it as is they see it well if the price of the person making it is $15 surely the greedy fucking capitalist company is gonna up the price of the burger right right i feel like the problem is not the kid making $15 an hour
1: no well at that point it's your your owners you know yeah. it's your people who are doing that because like you said they're gonna want to get their same percentage absolutely you know so, yeah. does Profit, it, Profits above all else. So, at that point, if we raise that minimum wage to $15, they raise the price of their goods. We've basically just done the exact same. I mean, the inflation is... we passed the buck yeah, along to ourselves. Correct. We, we, at, we've put a band-aid on it for the time being, but at the end of the day, we did nothing for right. it. You know?
0: Yeah. The, ugh, I don't know. I just think about, like, Jeff Bezos has a trillion dollars. Like, it's hard for me to comprehend how big that number is. It's a lot of money, man. It's a lot of money. Help even a billion dollars is a lot of money for me to comprehend. How about this? You make you make 999 million dollars. Good job. You win capitalism. We we give you a plaque. Every red cent you make after that gets fucking donated. That'd be I, that would that would just tear people apart, man. Well, even do 999 million dollars? You're good. You're set. Your life is done. You don't need to work anymore. What would you do with all that money, honestly though? I d- you buy space companies and shoot rockets in the air.
1: Just yeah. like Elon Musk does. Yeah, Muskie. Oh God, he's a loon. You know, I really supported him in the get going of uh, Tesla and stuff. He seemed like a real stand up guy, a guy who you know you could really get behind. Someone who really wanted to push forward these innovative ideas and really push the country in an area where we needed to go away from oil mm-hmm. um, to to get. Especially in the in the presidency we've had, who doesn't <laughs> want that? Yeah. Um, but through the whole coronavirus stuff like that, it's just been like, man, what. What are you doing? Just you lose a lot of respect for him. He's
0: fucking lost his shit. He yeah. is
1: crazy. Yeah. It's it's just one of those things where you, see, you know you, you think you got someone you look up to and you're like, you know, finally you find one of those guys who's influential and you're like, I can get behind what you're doing. I can get behind what you're saying. But at the end of the day, when you do something like that, it just it just kills it for me. Right? You know, when you're like, I'm opening the plant up. I don't care what the state says. Uh, you know, this and that. And it's yeah. you know, even with the coronavirus stuff, it just even people wearing masks. Is it really that hard for you to wear a mask? No. He's, he
0: lost a lot of my respect even, like, he, when he went on Joe Rogan and got got high
1: went fucking tripping. Oh, balls, yeah, when he got... Talking about aliens and yeah. shit.
0: like, you're a grown man. What are you doing?
1: Like... <sighs> he's I, got he's got so much money, he doesn't matter. He uh, can do whatever he wants.
0: I, I understand. Yeah, they're in California. Yeah, it's legal. But, dude, don't be spouting conspiracy theories. People listen to
1: you. And that's the hard thing, yeah. Especially when you, you know, I hate to keep bringing it back to the president, but... <laughs> <laughs> you mean the conspiracy in chief? Yeah. Yeah. He, People listen to you, and when you say some of this randomness, and if you have no backing for what you say, you're just spouting off randomness, and people take that as word of God. People take that as it is a fact because you are the president.
0: Some people say that, uh, you know, this and that. that that. Yeah, who? Well, you know, lots of people are saying it. Fucking who, man? Give us names. Yep. Where'd you get the information from? Yeah. Just say Breitbart. We know you're watching. (laughs) We, um, we understand. Breitbart, Fox News, OAN, ONN or OAN or OAN, whatever the fuck yeah. it. Got so,
1: it. Did you see that with uh, Mike Gundy, the uh, football coach? No. So he – And for, now for our sports segment. Yep, sorry. Uh, <laughs> head coach of Oklahoma State, and he posted a picture on Instagram or Twitter or something of him wearing the OAN shirt. Mm. So he actually has the number one running back in the country yeah. um, playing for him. And the kid saw it, and obviously he's black, and was like, you know what, dude? done i'm doing nothing else for you (laughs) i'm not playing for this university so then the offensive line says you know what we're done too we're done dude and then the linebackers kicked in and it sparked this huge but it's great because you spark change
0: absolutely you know and this is the thing that the people on the right always you know you know i'm generalizing here the people on the right always say they you know after democrats inevitably lose elections they're like elections have consequences see what happens well hey buddy guess what Actions have consequences, too. Yeah. And you act like a racist dipshit. Sometimes shit does not go your way.
1: No. No. I mean, if you want to wear a shirt that represents a company that spouts off conspiracy nonsense. Constantly. Constantly. And, and you are a you are a figurehead of a, a university, but nationally, as Oklahoma State's head coach. Right. You, there are some consequences for, for that action. Mm-hmm. You Oklahoma
0: know? State's no slouch.
1: No. No, absolutely not. You can't. You. I don't think you could. I mean, I'm a big Michigan fan myself, but if I saw, you know, I know Jim Harbaugh has been open about some of his views. Um, just is uh, he is religious, and I know he's been out there marching with the Black Lives Matters. So he's taken his team out on marches. But yeah. you know, if you're going to do something that's controversial, you have to expect There's repercussions be, for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be blowback. Yes, especially with a person of that stature. Yeah. You know, I'm done with sports now. Sorry. That's right, okay. That's that, all right. Got on <laughs> tangent. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway, so remember when we started talking about the Bolton book? <laughs> that's how we got here. Yeah. Anyway. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> We ra- um, I apologize for the ramble and yeah. the rants that we go on. But, you know, it's the first podcast. It's going to be a little rough. Yeah, for the few people who are still here with us, thank you. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, we deeply, deeply apologized to anyone that we may have offended. And just kidding, fuck
1: you. For, <laughs> I do. I mean, yeah. Going into this, we wanted to keep it pretty, try to stay centered on it. But a lot of this stuff is just so hard to stay well, centered on.
0: The problem is, is all of this shit is fucking interconnected.
1: Right. It's all connected together.
0: And, you know, the people are like, well, what about this? What about that? Yeah, I get it. It's all connected. Like, I, that's why we can't fix anything. You, you know, it's a ripple effect. You touch one thing, it touches everything else. Correct.
1: If you're just gonna stay if you want to stand politics with, with is what President Trump does. If you are a Christian person, like a lot of Republicans are, how, how can you back this things he does? How can you, with your moral compass, agree and find any way to try to justify it? I get that you're a Republican, and that's fine. I get you want to stay true to your party lines, but At the end of the day, do do you not have that voice inside of you saying, you know what? I know this is wrong because I'm a good Christian person and this is what my upbringing has taught me.
0: It's funny you mention that. I I read a thing yesterday and I can't remember exactly where. It might have been New York Times or Washington Post. Um, Republicans are essentially shitting their pants about this next election because, like you said, you know— Trump may not come across as the most religious person. Right. But even then, the, the evangelical right has backed him. They're like, yeah, he's our fucking guy. Right. And and you know why they've backed him? Supreme Court judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want Roe v. Wade flipped. But, though, you know, in the news, the last couple Supreme Court judge cases haven't really gone their way. No. Nope. And now they're like, fuck, what are we... What do we do now?
1: Well, he's going to send out a list of new conservative justices that he wants to put up. And- well,
0: not only that, but he's he's replaced or not replaced uh, the backlog of federal judges that need you know positions filled. He's basically filled it. He's placed like over a hundred federal judges, federal circuit court judges. Like you know, the repercussions of that it's going to be for decades, if not longer.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, it's great when you can get in there and just do what you want to do. and you really, You. really. Know, it's It's almost like if you think of this as a chess game. Absolutely. He is playing a chess game. He is. And he is knocking it out of the park right now. He is. His diversion game is on point. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Because, I mean, realistically, how often are people looking at that stuff? Oh, yeah. You're looking at your main headlines. You're yep. seeing, you know, Donald Trump does this. Donald Trump does that. And you're like,
0: how the hell? Look at the crazy shit he's done. Look, right. he can't walk down a ramp. Look, he holds yep. glasses of water really weird. Yep. Look, he stands like he's, a, you know... A drugstore mannequin. Yeah.
1: He looks fucking crazy. But as Jordan knows, he's a magician. It's all about the misdirection, right? Oh, yeah. Get you to look over here. You don't notice what I'm doing with my other hand. Yep. And that's the scary thing, you know? The people who say that Donald Trump is stupid, it's just not true. The guy's smart. Well, he's smart about some things. He he knows what he's trying to do. He's a promoter. He's smart at promoting. You get him talking about
0: anything else? Yes. His lack of knowledge comes through he
1: he (laughs) knows what he's doing right now he's he knows that if he goes off and does something stupid we're all gonna look at that and he can go over and do what he wants to do right and or his underlings can do what he wants them
0: to do. so for example uh, as far as like shady shady shit his underlings have done did you see that ad that ran on social media oh god yeah yeah so for those of you that haven't seen uh the trump campaign bought an ad space talking about uh, listing Antifa as a dangerous terrorist organization and mm-hmm. sign up now for blah 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 blah. You know, let us harvest your fucking information and <laughs> in shit. The imagery they used for <sighs> that ad was uh, an inverted triangle, an inverted red triangle. Yes, uh, and for students of history, they know that the Nazis used that to mark their political prisoners, like the communists and the socialists, got marked with. You know, a, a red triangle that points down, and that's what they put, that's that's what they made the people wear in the fucking death camps
1: as they worked them to death. I did see that Facebook had removed those ads. Yes. G- good job, Facebook, on doing fin- the finally, fucking minimum. Finally. <laughs> you know, well, I mean, I, yeah, finally.
0: The You know, they had to do that because I'm sure everyone made a big stink about it, but if, if no one said anything about it, it'd still be there.
1: I think I think the places like Twitter and the places like Facebook, you're in a hard spot because you, that's basically what your platform is for. You're for people to stay in touch, for a way for everyone to um, use your free speech. But when you are spreading blatant misinformation for, of a person of power that's going to be reposted over and over and over again, at what point do you have to say no?
0: Well, that's the fun part is that Facebook and Twitter get to say well, we're not saying that. Correct. They're saying it. We're just providing and that's the, the platform. That's the article that it. protects
1: them. Yeah. Which is what they were trying to remove. Did they remove it?
0: Uh, I do not recall. I'll, I'd have to check.
1: That. After after Twitter started fact checking Donald Trump, <laughs> they were they that was the article they wanted to remove that would protect them. From horrible things being said, saying, oh, no, that's not us. We're not going to monitor everything they say. We just gave them the platform. Right.
0: Wasn't it Zuckerberg that said social media should not be the arbiter of truth online? Right. Zuckerberg Dude, was trying fuck to. you, buddy. Yeah.
1: You <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Twitter, you know, and finally, Twitter finally came through on this. It, it, it's been going along for a long time. Right. But there's been just so much blatant misinformation and to everybody out there who, if you read something on Facebook or Twitter, fucking look it up yourself. And read the whole article. My God! Just because you saw it on Facebook or Twitter does not mean it's a fact. You know, when when the Bernie Sanders stuff was going around, and I do not post on Facebook ever. I hate going on Facebook. I'm on there to see pictures of my kids when my wife tags me in them. <laughs> but outside of that, I don't use it. But when you're going to go out there and just blatantly lie about Bernie Sanders' tax plan and and completely spread it and then just defend it, I just I'm gonna lose it a little bit. You know. You have to, at some point, you have to do a little bit of research. You have to look it up. Brandon, are you saying if I have a
0: marginal tax rate and I make over $100,000 a year, I'll be taxed at 30%? Yeah, I
1: I think it was the one that was going around was even lower, wasn't it? Because it it was saying that you would make $15 an hour, and if you made over $45,000 a year, you'd be taxed at 30%. That's not happening. No, but that's (laughs) that's the numbers they pulled from what he said out of his whole speech and used them against him. And people spread it like wildflower. So... (laughs) A little tax
0: lesson for everybody. Marginal tax rates work. Uh, you make up to a certain number. So for let's say, for example, the marginal tax rate kicked in at a hundred thousand dollars. You like up to a hundred thousand dollars. Everyone's taxed the same. You you keep that. You keep the same yes. rate. Once you pass that hundred thousand dollars, that amount is taxed. The amount past yes. it is taxed, not the, the hundred thousand you made up to it. Right. Just like the if you made a hundred and one thousand dollars, that that one thousand dollars. Gets taxed at the tax at the higher rate,
1: right? Because I forget how it works here. It's like zero to ten thousand is taxed at yep. a certain percentage, so that everyone's first ten thousand is taxed the same. Yep. Then after that, up to like twenty four, yep. everyone's taxed the same. So anything over that twenty four, if you made thirty thousand, only six thousand dollars is taxed that higher bracket. Yeah. You know. It, Not but, the whole amount. Correct. you made and that's the thing. I think people. Granted, I'll be first to admit. Up until like a year and a half ago, I had no idea how taxes worked. <laughs> I went out because I was getting so tired of people being like, "Well, you're in a different bracket now, so your taxes went up." And it's like, "Well, really?" So let me go see how taxes actually work. Right. Because I had no idea, and I was like, you "Oh, you decided to hunker down and do the homework." Well, but at some point, you know, when you grow up and become a man, you kind of have to, right? <laughs>
0: you're like, "How did, you know what I've been paying taxes for like?" I've got 10, three goddamn years.
1: kids. I should know how taxes work. I should know how this works. <laughs> Yeah, it's just I don't know. I think I think it's a blatant in, in our country especially, just I don't want to say ignorance, but it's ignorance of people who just don't bother to do any work. They it's they, it's almost a willful ignorance. Right.
0: Like I'd rather not know how yes. it works because that keeps me insulated.
1: Or if I tell somebody something, if I tell somebody, hey, this is how this works, they would take that as a fact. Right. Unless they think you're some lefty liberal socialist. Well, you know, I don't have the greatest reputation at work. Being a, <laughs> being a plumber, I don't really work with a whole lot of uh, left left people. But so you, are, makes you are part of a union, though. I am. I am. So right. You I mean, you got that going for you. Yeah, I, I would say maybe higher up. Um, it probably gets a little more left, just in I'm, the I'm union sure. ranks. But as far well,
0: as... Center left, baby.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the people I work with typically, you know, are not quite... So left <laughs> They're not as politically savvy as you are. No. No, and you know, to be fair, I, I've had a lot of really great discussions with the guys I work with. Yeah, um, you told me about a couple. Yeah, of those, we've didn't... had some great discussions. Um, And I, I think that's part of it, too, is that we just, as a, as a whole, as people, we just can't sit down and talk politics anymore unless you know that people are going to agree with you. Right. You know, you can't sit down anymore and say, hey, let's talk about this and have a fair conversation where you're both willing to listen to each other without getting mad and yelling at each other. Right. And that's why it's become so taboo to talk about.
0: And I think part of that is is sometimes people's aversion to facts. Yeah, and and I, and I'm not going to say this is you know on the left or the right because I've definitely met my fair share of left leaning people that believe just flat out outright lies. Oh, without a doubt. And I'll admit I'm that asshole that <laughs> someone will say something blatantly untrue to me, and I'll go, Yeah, no, that's that's wrong. And yeah. they're like, Well, what do you mean? That that's wrong. You're you're incorrect well, that's my opinion. Cool. It's, hey, have that opinion all you want. You're still yeah. fucking wrong. And opinion is not a fact, though. No, it is not. And, you know, being also being a parent of a small child, I, I have absolutely <laughs> drilled into my kid. <laughs> She's like, well, that's my opinion. That's cool that's your opinion. You're still wrong. Right. Yeah, I mean, you're allowed to have opinions, but... Absolutely. You know. You can have opinions. Just,
1: you know, you if you say something that's wrong, expect to be called out on it. Yeah. Right, if there's factual evidence to back it you... right but i think it's especially right now man where we're at where it's just like oh hey dr fauci said this i mean he's a pandemist and he's we... been pandemist for like 30 fucking years at what point did did everybody on facebook become fucking doctors where there's like ah, no i don't need to do this the president said not to worry about it oh, I, I mean get that the president's job is to take his advice and i guess really do what he pleases with which is what he's done but at the end of the day if you have a pandemist telling you what to do don't you think we should take a little of that into consideration
0: absolutely uh, like the guy is a professional he's been doing this for literally decades yeah
1: i you he know he knows
0: what he's talking about
1: that's why i started telling people too and they'd ask me plumbing questions i'm like ah oh, man no you figured out you seem to know everything else so right. you don't need a plumber you got it man <laughs> I. you know i if you you ask a professional for their opinion because they're a professional right you went to school you got this degree you have the training you have the expertise in it there's a reason that we all have friends who do different things right we all know a mechanic because <laughs> we need our car fixed and so we're not going to do it we don't know how to do that right
0: you know i mean you can do basic stuff like oil sure. changes and that and and i'll agree that would be the medical version of like i'm sick i'm going to take some cold medicine because i know that's going to make me feel better absolutely but if you're like Oh, I have some symptoms. I don't know what the fuck this is. Hey. go to a doctor.
1: Yo, man, the check engine light's been on for about a week, and it's making a real weird noise. What do I do here? Ah!
0: I'll just fill up my air. some <laughs> air in my tires. I'll be alright. <laughs> like, yeah, I, 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 that it just blows my mind that people are like, "Well, I'm not gonna vaccinate because oh big my pharma." God. Well, yeah, you know, doctors are the ones doing that research into diseases, and they're the ones that I make mean, the vaccine.
1: Big pharma but, is a whole other discussion.
0: But, yeah. That is true. We'll cover that in another podcast oh, when some shit goes down. <laughs> um, but, anyway. <laughs> All right. What's uh, the next topic? Uh, actually, the the next topic is uh, we're going to do a little bit of a deep dive and a small bit of a history lesson now. Perfect. So, uh, Brandon, do you mm. know what happened 99 years ago in Tulsa, Oklahoma in, 19- in 1921? I do not. You do not. Well, uh be prepared for a, a rude awakening. Prepared, prepared. Okay. Uh, so, on May thirty first through June first in nineteen twenty one in mm-hmm. Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was essentially a fucking massacre. Oh, um, it's 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 known as the Tulsa Race Massacre. Uh, it's known by you know a bunch of white people as the Tulsa Race Riot. Oh, um. So what what happened was um the the story goes this nineteen uh, year old black kid. Uh, gets in the elevator of of one of, there was like a department store or something, gets in the elevator. The elevator operator was like this 14-year-old girl. Um, The story is that, you know, they said he assaulted her of some sort or touched her arm or something, you know, Something. Something happened between the two of them.
1: There was some sort of altercation.
0: There was some sort of, not even an altercation. There was possible physical contact. Okay, and apparently so, that's enough for racists to fucking lose their shit over.
1: Well, I mean, well, what year did you say this was? Nineteen twenty-one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it took that. Right. So, uh, so,
0: even even more a little backstory. Uh, in the years following World War One. Uh, there was a spike in racial tensions including obviously the resurgence of the white supremacist group the Ku Klux Klan uh, numerous lynchings and other acts of racially motivated violence uh, as well as efforts by African Americans to prevent such attacks on their communities Uh, in 1921 fueled by money from oil fields that were nearby Tulsa was a growing and prosperous city and had a population of more than 100,000 people Uh, crime rates were high and vigilant justice was all of all kinds was not uncommon Uh, obviously back then the city was highly segregated uh, most of the city's 10,000 bl- uh, black residents lived in a neighborhood called Greenwood which had a incredibly thriving business district uh sometimes it was referred to as Black Wall Street okay so uh, on may 30th 1921 a young black teenager ma- named Dick Roland entered an elevator at the Drexel building an office building on South Main Street and at some point after that the young white elevator operator Sarah Page screamed and Roland fled the scene Probably because he's like, holy shit, this white girl's screaming. I better get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, The police were called, and the next morning, they arrested him. By that time, rumors had swirled as to what happened on the elevator. Uh, A front page story in the Tulsa Tribune that afternoon reported that police had arrested Roland for sexually assaulting Miss Page.
1: Can I just ask you a question real quick? Sure. If you're on an elevator with an elevator operator, and they just fucking start screaming... I, out of curiosity, what is going to be your first I'm reaction? I'm going to get the
0: fuck out of there because I okay. they think they're losing their shit.
1: I mean, you're a white man. So I, mean, I'm, I am a cisgendered white male, yes. so, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If someone just started screaming at me, I think I'm going to fucking leave too. Yeah, I'm mean, going to be like, oh, you're fucking crazy. I'm getting out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, continuing. As, as evening fell. Sorry. And, and, no, it's all right.
0: <laughs> I, I, I love your asides. This is why we're doing this. <laughs> An angry white mob gathered outside the courthouse, basically telling the police and the sheriff, hey. Fucking hand this guy over. We're gonna kill him. Oh my god. Uh, sheriff Willard McCullough refused, and his men barricaded the top floor to essentially protect this kid. Get on them. Around 9 p.m., a group of about 25 armed black men, including many World War One veterans, went to the courthouse to offer help guarding Roland. Uh, after the sheriff was like, "Fuck off. We don't need your help." Oh. Uh, some of the white mob tried unsuccessfully to break into the National Guard armory nearby. Oh my god. <laughs> With rumors still flying as a, of, shocker. A, of a possible lynching, a group of around 75 armed black men returned to the courthouse shortly after 10 p.m., where they were met by some 1,500 white men, some of whom also carried weapons. Now, I don't know who shot first, and no one knows who shot first, but apparently, a shot went out, and that's when shit fucking went off. Well, of course. <laughs> Basically, so, something happened, shots were fired, chaos broke out, and the outnumbered group of of black men retreated. Back to Greenwood. And over the next several hours, groups of white Tulsans, some of whom were deputized and given weapons by city officials, committed numerous acts of violence against black people, including shooting unarmed man in a movie theater, among other Mm. horrific things. Um, Yeah. So basically, there was... uh, It it was bad. Shit started being caught on fire. Um, Thousands of white citizens poured into Greenwood, looting burning homes and businesses over 35 city blocks.
1: Do you think it could have been Antifa?
0: Oh, it probably wasn't okay. Antifa. Those guys, they're everywhere. <laughs> the early stages. Firefighters. Firefighters showed up to put the fires out and basically te- testified later that riders were like, fuck off, get out of here, and threatened them with guns, forcing them to leave. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hold on. It gets worse. How? How? Later, according to the Red Cross, they estimated that somewhere in between, uh, like 1,200 houses were burned, oh 215 God. buildings were looted, two newspapers, a school, a library, a hospital, churches, hotels, stores, and many other owned black-owned businesses were among those destroyed and damaged by fire. By the time the National Guard arrived, because shit's fucking popping off in Tulsa, uh, the governor. JBA Robertson declared martial law shortly oh, before noon, God. and we know how that shit usually ends. That's awesome. Um, so so get this: apparently, private airplanes had taken off from the airport, and they dropped essentially fucking incendiary devices on buildings. Like they dropped fucking bombs on buildings. Like this is one of the only times America has ever been bombed domestically. It's fucking disgusting. In the hours after the race massacre, all charges against mm-hmm. Dick Roland were dropped the police concluded that Whoa. roland most likely stumbled into Paige or stepped on her foot <laughs> that that's that's what they came to the official death tally and that's that's air quotes official mm. death tally on the massacre was 36 people killed oh. including 10 white people oh. but even by that estimate which historians now consider insanely low oh, um, they say uh the the it, it killed probably upwards of 300 people oh my god yeah and 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 guess when schools started mandating that this be taught when oh give me a year i want to hear your your guess
1: i, I have no idea because i'm not gonna lie i don't remember here learning Fucking about this last year okay i was gonna say i don't remember <laughs> learning about this in high school yeah. so oh
0: yeah yeah this was some shit uh oklahoma essentially started teaching like
1: mandating this be taught in curriculum last year but is it i guess i was always under the impression that the point of being taught history was so we don't repeat it you yeah but
0: and and you'll find this runs through a lot of American history. Uh, uh, we tend to whitewash over, and literally when I whitewash when I say I whitewash. Yeah, uh, white people. We whitewash over the really bad shit we did to black people, and you know, I'm when I say we, I mean the collective white people. We like, sure, yeah, like there there are, there are textbooks in Texas that say, well, you know. The slaves were treated like family. Yeah. And and Alabama, I think, has one that's like, oh, you know, Antebellum, the South, was it was harmonious. Sure. It No, it
1: fucking was not. Well, I'm sure, you know, if you didn't have a choice, you can either work here or die. Right. Uh, you're probably going to get along and go along, right? But yeah,
0: so, you know, the reason I mention this is because literally yesterday, the president held a rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma. On Juneteenth. On Juneteenth.
1: Yeah. Classy. Which is also fun. I up. did see the turnout for that was just fantastic. Oh yes. Okay. So about that,
0: I also saw uh, a while ago that if you filled out this questionnaire, you could get two free tickets to oh, the Tulsa rally. I saw this. Oh my you, God. you heard about this?
1: All the teens who had all these tickets. Yes. Oh like my all
0: God. a whole apparently, and this is uh, to be confirmed. I don't know, but what I hear, a whole bunch of like K-pop fans. Yes. And a whole bunch of Gen Z teens just snapped up all of the tickets so like this place was like half full I think they said 6,600
1: people showed up yeah out of a potential what, over 10,000 seats they, they had overflow seating that they were right. prepared to do a rally afterwards well he said he was had fucking empty he said he had sold tickets for 100,000 oh it was it was higher than that or easily. a million yeah I mean, it, it, was, it, was it was a pretty was... astronomical number that they said and, they and, had and tickets and I saw that for. and I'm
0: like mm, yeah no that's that's not happening
1: buddy. Yeah. oh it yeah <laughs> That's, yeah, wow. So, so well, yeah. They, yeah, what would I see the picture this morning they posted uh, from Donald Trump Jr. Posted a picture from outside the rally. But some people were kind of like, well, this looks, this looks weird. This is June and everyone has coats on. It's Tulsa, strange, Oklahoma. Strange, what right? could this be from? Well, it turns out they're from a different rally. Huh.
0: It, that's almost like, what would you call that? Deceptive <sighs> propaganda?
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's fine when you're in office, right?
0: <laughs> it's fine. So uh, here, here's, the, here's another fun thing. There was the Tulsa Race Riot Commission established. Uh, when do you think that was established? You know what? I'm not even... Dude, just wanna... give me your best guess. Give me a decade. I'll give you that one. I'll even wind it to that.
1: 2000. 2001, actually. Wow!
0: Yeah. So so they, they the report of it's the sad that ra- I just guessed insanely high. <laughs> He's like, oh, maybe if I do it sooner, it'll be... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So get this. The, the, the Riot Commission... That's where that, that figure comes from. Between 100 and 300 people were killed, and more than 8,000 people were made homeless in those 18 hours.
1: So is this at this point, has this just become a matter of, say it's oh, done. Oh,
0: sorry, let me correct myself. A bill in the Oklahoma State Senate requiring all Oklahoma high schools to teach about this failed to pass in 2012, with its opponents claiming schools were already teaching students about this riot. I, I fucking
1: doubt it, buddy. So does this become a point of we just... We're, we're embarrassed to teach this?
0: uh? Yeah. Either we're embarrassed to teach it or we'll, you know, we could say leftist conspiratorial people will say, we don't teach this because it'll make people angry and want to rise up. Sure. And, sure. And I, I get the sentiment. It makes me pissed off going, why didn't I learn about this in high school?
1: I think, I, I think I'd be more upset to not learn about it. Absolutely. Than to have been taught it and just been able to sit there and process it at that time. Right. And be like, wow, we literally did this. Yep. You know, that's just disgusting for us to do. And granted, I, you know, I don't want to base this all off of a time frame, um, but obviously, well, and I can't even say that because you, you thought things were different now. Yeah. But I clearly aren't, you know, based fixed. On
0: those, those riots that happened a couple of weeks ago, a lot of, a lot of black neighborhoods got fucked up
1: right and that's you know so you we i guess when i grew up and granted we grew up i we grew up in the same town yep um we went to high school together went to high school together we thought uh i guess i grew up with the expectation that everybody was equal i mean granted we grew up in a town that had one maybe two black families Tops. um so i didn't really have I, that i i lovingly refer to our
0: hometown as the whitest city in wisconsin it's which it's probably not i just say that because i'm a
1: you know. But you get that sense of you get that sense of when you're being taught these things and you're going to school and you have all your friends that everyone is equal that everyone is have a fair shake that you know um, the people in Detroit these people in these um, inner cities they choose to live that way right the town's know, got
0: what ten thousand people in? yeah
1: but that you know that's just the feel I got now when I went to basic training and there was a lot of black people there yeah. it was an enormous culture shock for me I bet it was. To, to, to hear stories to hear that where they've come from the things they've done and, and to find out like hey man this was how I got out. This was the only way out for me. The military it, was a step up. Right. And I'm like, oh, shit, dude. I ran out of options, so I'm here. <laughs> you know what I mean? But for them, this was like, this was it. This yeah. was the best they could get right now. That really kind of flipped the switch with me. You know, that maybe we're not all equal. Maybe we, you know. And, it, and, and you know, to to their point,
0: it wasn't like a, well, I'm from this town or I'm from that town or I'm from this rough neighborhood. It was like the gamut across the country. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, we had... I mean, we even, yeah, we had kids from LA, you know, we had um, kids from Florida, you know, kids from everywhere, we had kids from internationally. I mean, internationally. you say kids because you were, you were 18, right? Yeah, well, I mean, I was 20. I was one of the, I don't want to say older, but I mean, we had a lot of kids who were um, 18, 19 years old, you yeah. know, a lot of really young kids. And this was the first thing they could get into. So they jumped into it and took it, you Right. Know? And this was what, circa 2006? 2006. Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, so, and, yeah, it's just crazy to, to hear some of the things they have to say and where they've come from. And even, you know, just um, talking to... Uh, my troop was uh, from—I always mess up where he's from. Sing, if you listen to this, I'm really sorry, man. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna take a guess. All right, go for it. Ghana. I mean, oh, Ga- Ghana? Ghana or Guyana?
0: Yeah, Ghana. Ghana's,
1: West Africa, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Ghana, I think. I'll or Have the, to look up a map,
1: but yeah, right. Ghana's in Africa. All right. Yeah. So even just talking to him now, we've been out and hearing the struggles that he had after I left the mm-hmm. military.
0: Um, and this is him being an immigrant into America.
1: Correct, yes. Um, he he came into America. I forget how old he was when he came to live with his sister in Minnesota. I, decided, I mean, obviously, your path to getting citizenship is a little better if you join the military. Right. Because um, it's
0: seen as, like, you know, air quotes, good behavior. Right, stuff.
1: right. So he, you know, joined up. And to be honest, super stellar kid. Yeah. Just awesome. He really couldn't. He leaves. seemed, seemed like a go-getter. Absolutely. I mean, he's he is a patriot. And he, uh... He's one of the true people that I feel is kind of like real middle as far as um, left and right. Anyway. Um, so. Man, that junk got way oh, off topic. Yeah, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, we are crushing this podcast. This is going to be really fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh, my God. Let's. I'm just going to check and see what time we got here. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. We've we been, still got time? Oh, dude, we've been going for over an hour now. No. Have we? We have. Oh, my goodness. I know. Which is okay. That's kind of about where I've been wanting to shoot. Okay. Um, so I'm probably going to cut this last bit out,
1: but <laughs> please do. <laughs> please do. <laughs> Shit got out of control, man. We
0: tend to dive down rabbit holes. Oh man. Um,
1: anyway, I think, I think we should just do one where it's just like a free for all session. Like we'll just bring, JP, back, in just we'll bring back JP in and, and just bring JP in and we will fucking blast oh, us my with God. some info. And we'll we should,
0: just go. We'll get him a couple, we'll get a couple drinks in him. Oh God. He'll get fired up. It'll be a good time.
1: Drunk JP is the absolute best.
0: <laughs> that was the inaugural episode of the Barstool News podcast. Uh, Brandon, do you have anything you want to say for final words?
1: No, I just want to say this has been a blast. I hope, uh, I hope people are actually open to listening to what a couple of random ass people have to say comparatively right. to your mainstream media and just a different take. Yeah, so. absolutely.
0: Uh, Brandon has no Twitter do not look up him up on Facebook uh, <laughs> you, you can find us at barstool News Pod on Twitter um, yeah. uh, I he, he can log in there but I doubt he'll ever do it. I'm not uh, sure how the Twitter works <laughs> I'll, I'll be on there I'll post some stuff I'll answer some questions um, you'll eventually find this episode here once it goes live um, yeah if, if you like the podcast please tell your friends about it uh, you know give us a good rating on whatever medium you find it on i'll try and get it on as many platforms as i can
1: Um, are we open to hearing what they want to hear us talk about
0: yeah actually we also have barstoolnewspod at gmail.com send us an email if you find any interesting news articles that you want us to talk about and you know shoot the shit and ramble on about random stuff but in conclusion thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later